gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Straight Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Zach Humphrey, with the Armchair Quarterback Week 12 NFL Wrap-Up. Woo! Last night, I'm telling you right now, Lamar Jackson set the NFL on fire. And if you're not ready for what this young man is doing and not seeing what this young man is doing with the Baltimore Ravens, who are now 9-2, who are just one game under the New England Patriots for the AFC lead to get that number one seed. They didn't just go out there and beat the Rams last night. They went out there and embarrassed the Rams. Lamar Jackson had five touchdown passes. Another five. They said he couldn't throw the football. They said, oh, he's just another running quarterback. Well, it seems to me that he's doing what he's supposed to be doing as a quarterback in this league. I mean, I believe 24 touchdown passes now, only five interceptions. The numbers don't lie. The man's closing in on 1,000 yards rushing also. He doesn't put himself in position to get hurt while he's running the football. And I guarantee you right now, Bill Belichick is studying film. Heavy. Because he knows, number one, if they lose another game and they have to go through Baltimore, For the Super Bowl this year, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Home field advantage. Whoever has home field advantage in the AFC will determine who's going to the Super Bowl. Because that's just facts. Number one, you don't go up just to New England and beat New England in December and in January. That's probably... The toughest place to play in sports because not only because of the weather, but because they don't lose up there. Very few teams have gone up to New England, walked in New England, and walked out victorious in the playoffs. Very few. I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but very few. And if you want that edge... You are going to have to have home field advantage. Bottom line. Bottom line. Because as the standings are right now, for the playoff hunt, New England number one, 10 and one. Baltimore number two, nine and two. Pittsburgh, you got Houston at the three seed. Kansas City at the four seed. Buffalo will be a who make the um wild card. And the Steelers, which is quite funny. This week 13 coming up is gonna be vital. I mean, you had some teams come in this week and uphold, you know, really uphold their end of the bargain to keep their season competitive. 
Because let me tell you something. Well, the Rams is in trouble. Rams are in trouble. After losing that game last night, I don't know if I could see them making the playoffs right now. Being that their division is so stacked. I mean, you got the Eagles. You got the 49ers. And they're going to beat each other up in the last five games of the season. That division is going to go ham. That AFC, that NFC West could go left or right. You could have one team coming out. You could have two teams coming out of that division. But here's one thing we do know. That is, in the NFC, the 49ers sent the message. The 49ers sent the big-time message. 37-8 over the Packers? You limit Aaron Rodgers to eight points and 104 yards pass. Aaron Rodgers, the man. I mean, it just, they just, that defense is stellar. Stellar. They pressured Aaron Rodgers all night long. They were coming after that man. Aaron Rodgers was rolling out. He was running for his life at certain points of time. They played an outstanding game. They're well coached, they're disciplined, and they don't make mistakes. They don't. Jimmy G, this was a defining game for him. He really needed to perform in his game, and he did. He stepped up big time. He stepped up big time. He didn't turn the football over, no interceptions. 14 to 20. He didn't have a great night, but threw for two touchdown passes, 253 yards. And they, they got 100 yards on the ground. You do that, you're going to win football games. You're going to win football games. You know, I, Nick Bolson and them boys. They some bad brothers over there, man. Because they get after you. They get after you. I'm telling you. That San Francisco 49ers defense is impressive. Very impressive. Next game I'm going to. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Because people keep saying Tom Brady's no longer elite. He's not great. But he's fifth in the NFL in passing, right? Passing yardage, excuse me. Right? Those for a touchdown. Doesn't turn the football over. Threw the ball 37 times. 37 times. Now, they have this stat QBR. Tom Brady's ranked 15th in the NFL QBR. He's got 15 touchdown passes and five interceptions. Okay. 
He's not lighting it up touchdown-wise. But he's only got five interceptions. And I'm pretty sure with the amount of passing attempts he has, only five interceptions. It's not a lot. He's got 439 passing attempts. 439 passing attempts. He's going to have another 4,000-yard season. And they're talking about he's not an elite quarterback anymore. I don't know. Maybe these analytics is just a little backwards to me. But New England does it again. They beat the Cowboys. And not only did they beat the Cowboys, they demoralized the Cowboys. And what I said was going to happen basically was they're going to get outcoached. Because on the talent side of the ball, let's be honest, the Cowboys are much more talented than the New England Patriots. Much more talented than the New England Patriots. We all know Jason Garrett got to go. But Jerry's coaching that team. This is Jerry Jones' fault. It ain't Jason Garrett's fault. It's Jerry Jones' fault. Here's your problem. He handcuffs his coaches. He doesn't let them call plays that they want to call. Then he want to turn around and say stuff in the media. Man, stop it, Jerry. Come on, man. Come on, Jerry. You want to be the GM. You want to be all this. This is Jerry Jones' fault. Hands down. It's a damn travesty what's going on down there in Dallas. All that talent. And here's the crazy thing. They still sitting on top of the division. And can make the playoffs. And if things line up for them right where they don't have to play outside. Shoot. They still got an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. With all that talent they got. It's ridiculous. They are probably the most talented, one of the most talented teams on both sides of the football and can't get it done. I don't know. I don't know. Man. Seahawks and the Eagles. I mean, I would have thought the Eagles would be dead right now. But they still got a shot in the division. Because the NFC East is so bad. Eagles went in there one seventeen and nine. I mean, Russell Wilson didn't have the greatest game in the world, two hundred yards, but they ran that football down the throat, down their throat. They should have done. Rainy conditions. Rashad Penny had, I think he had one hundred twenty nine yards rushing, fourteen attempts. Yeah. Philly's in trouble. Philly's in trouble. They got to get Carson Wentz some help. Because, let me tell you something. I don't care how great of a quarterback he is. He only got one weapon. That's Zach Ertz. Their running game is suspect. Their receivers don't create space and get open. So, Philly's in trouble. They got to do something. They got to they gotta get some talent over. Steelers edge out the Bengals. 
And I let me tell you something. Mike Tomlin has done an amazing job coaching that football team. And it's getting lost in all the all the hoopla and I'm not gonna lie, other teams, other coaches are doing great jobs this year, but what he's done with them has been amazing to me. And what you're gonna continue to see is gonna be very interesting in the next couple of weeks because I believe they got let's see who do they have on schedule which is going to be good um ooh this weekend should be a good game not only should be a good game it's going to be a turning point game because the browns play the steelers again and not only do both teams can't stand each other right now, but their seasons are on the line. Because if the Browns can somehow win this game, brings them to 500, and it knocks the Steelers down to 500, and it gives them an advantage over the Steelers. Now, I don't know if they're going to be able to catch... The Ravens in their division, but that puts them back in the playoff hunt big time. So the Browns need this game desperately. Because right now, Oakland's sitting at six and five. Indianapolis sitting at six and five. Pittsburgh's at six and five. Buffalo, they're solid. They out eight and three. right now and being up there at eight and three i'm telling you right now i don't think anybody wants to see buffalo because that defense is for real they shut people down and they got a young quarterback in josh allen who's just doing what he has to do it ain't pretty but he's winning football games. And on the 28th, Thanksgiving Day, they're going into Dallas. And let me tell you something. Josh Allen is young. He's athletic. He is willing that offense to make plays. I mean, you got a GOAT in Frank Gore. Running the football, doesn't fumble, rarely if he does. John Brown has been his most consistent receiver. I mean, you look at his numbers to Amari Cooper's, they're pretty much similar. And Amari Cooper is rated, I think, number one, probably number three or something like that overall. As receivers in the league. But he's missed a couple of games. But I think people are not giving Buffalo enough credit. That's a dangerous team. That's a very dangerous team. Very dangerous. 
They beat a tough Broncos defense. 20-3. They ain't score a lot of points, but that Broncos defense is ranked third in the league. They took them down. And Buffalo, they, you know, they've won the games they were supposed to win. They beat Minnesota in a bomb burner, 27-23. They lost to the Panthers on, I mean, oh, did they, they beat Minnesota. Didn't they beat Minnesota? No, I'm sorry. Excuse me on that. Now, let's see. I thought they played Minnesota already. I'm sorry. No, they haven't. They lost to the Eagles, 31-13. Who else did they lose to? The Eagles, the Patriots. Who else gave them an L? And the Browns. It was just not, I mean, they lost a close game to the Browns, 16-19. Could have gone either way. Patriots did what they had to do playing in Buffalo. That's a tough loss for them. But, you know, New England's New England. That's all I got to say about that. And they lost to the Eagles who caught them. Probably coming off a high playing the Dolphins, I got to say. Because you play the Dolphins, it's like you put up Nintendo points. Like everybody's just blows them out the water. Dolphins make everybody look good. But at the end of the day, the playoff hunt in the AFC is going to be pretty tough. And Cleveland has to beat Pittsburgh in order to remain in the hunt. Pittsburgh's going to have to beat Cleveland to remain in the hunt as well. And if I'm picking right now, I got to go with Cleveland with the more momentum coming into this game. Um... Even though they played the Dolphins last week, I'm not going to go off of that. I'm going to go off of how they've been playing the past couple of weeks. They put a hurting on Pittsburgh. They did. They beat the brakes off of that team. Aside from the Mason Rudolph-Miles Garrett situation. And not having Garrett's going to hurt them going down the stretch. It's, it's really going to hurt them. Because that man gets after the quarterback, that pressure, you need it. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to play out, especially in that division. Let's see. Key games, key games. Only key games, key games last week we can go over. Man, if anybody tells me one more time that Kyle Allen is the answer for the Carolina Panthers in the foreseeable future, they out of their mind. They really are. I mean, let me tell you something. Christian McCafferty is the only reason why those boys are even relevant right now. What he's doing on is amazing. 
probably going to have a thousand yard season receiving and rushing. Drew Brees was 30 of 39, 311 yards, three TD passes. I mean, that game was a shootout. It was a shootout. But it, if you look at how the game played out, it really wasn't as close as it seemed. Because, let's be honest, Saints is always ahead. They were always ahead. They led throughout the whole game. And there was some meaningless scoring going on at the end. I'll be honest with you to bring it close. But it wasn't like Carolina had a shot, to be honest with you. And playing in the Dome, you're not going to win that football game. You're just not. Tough game for the Texans and the Colts. Um, Texas won 2017. You know... Colts, they've been fighting all season. Lose Andrew Luck in the beginning of the year. Kobe Brissett's come on, done a hell of a job. Um, battling some injuries also. But Deshaun Watson and them boys came through. And Houston basically trying to take control of that AFC South, which is much needed for them. Much needed win. Big time win for them. Raiders took an L to the Jets, which they couldn't afford to take. Because if they're trying to catch Kansas City, that was a game they needed to have. And they got the break speed off of them. But tough weather in New York. This is December, November. You're going to have those games. You got to play through it. You got to play tougher. That's just facts. But let's see what happens because they're going to need this game. They're going to need that. They're going to need to come back next week strong. Because it's scheduled next week for the Raiders. They got the Kansas City Chiefs. And their division is on the line in that game. They got to win that game. Kansas City's coming off a bye. Raiders come off a tough loss. And this time of year, the weather gets a little cold in Kansas City. Weather a little cold, a little chilly. Four o'clock game. Ooh, you better man up out there. John Gruden, you better have them boys put on their big boy drawers. Because next week is week 13 is going to define a lot of team seasons. Tell you that right now. It's going to define a lot of team seasons. Because the Brown Steelers can go. Either one of those teams is going to be projected even going into the playoffs or get knocked out the playoffs. The Chiefs can knock the Raiders out of playoff contention and keep a stranglehold on their lead. The Titans and the Colts, they still battling out. That's a must-win game for both those teams. I don't even want to call that. Eagles, they get a gimme game. They play the Dolphins. Woo! <laughs> I don't even want the Eagles should win that game. They don't win that game something wrong. But the game of the week, and man, I wish somebody would tell me a better game than this. You got the San Francisco 49ers sitting at 10-1, going into Baltimore to play the Ravens. 
And I'm taking the Ravens in this game. Only reason why, they're at home. They're at home. And San Francisco will lose this game. They will lose. Mark my words. I don't see them going into Baltimore and beating them. I'm sorry. But it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be the defining moment for Lamar Jackson because he's facing the number one rated defense in the league, in my opinion, San Francisco 49ers overall. Because they stopped the run, they're good on the pass. I mean, they shut down Aaron Rodgers. Bad. So let's see what they can do against the Ravens. And that Ravens defense is tough also. So Jimmy G, you better you better come prepared, my man. You better put your big boy draws on. Because that game right now has so many implications. Not only for the NFC, but the AFC. Because if the Ravens lose, the Patriots get that cushion. And they can hold on to that number one seed. 49ers lose. You got the Seahawks on their heels. On their heels. And that division could go either way. So, my pick, going with the Ravens. But let's talk about these Seahawks. They got a tough matchup too. They got to go against the Vikings. Monday night, Vikings is sitting at 8-3. and three, And that's not a gimme game. The Vikings and the Packers are now tied for the AF, um, NFC North. They got to win that football game. And luckily for the Packers, they got the Giants. That's a gimme. Giants ain't playing for nothing right now. And that Seahawks-Vikings game? <laughs> tell you, it's either going to be lucky week 13 or unlucky week 13 for some folks. We'll go into that later on during the week. But this NFL season is playing out to be a good one. And if you don't enjoy football, at its best right now, what you're seeing, then you just don't enjoy football. Something's wrong with you. The NFC's heavy in talent. AFC is not as deep talented-wise, but there's some close races. And you got some solid teams. But for the Thanksgiving Day Turkey Day, starting early, you got the Bears and the Lions as usual. And that's a game you probably can sleep through. You just watch and enjoy. But that Bills Cowboys game, <laughs> that's going to be heavy. The Saints play the Falcons. And here's a funny thing about that game that's a tricky game. Because they're playing in the Dome, playing in Atlanta. And if the Saints show out, and if the Dolphins show out, we can be in for a show. We can be in for a good show. I would not be surprised if that game is close, though. I would not be surprised. That Saints defense is stellar, but 
The Falcons' offense has been explosive for the past couple of weeks, so I don't know. That's not that's not a direct gimme game for the Saints. That's not a gimme game. They they better come in there prepared and ready to do damage. Ready to do damage. So, that's going to do it for this NFL wrap-up for the week. But, I want to go into the fight. Deontay Wilder knocked out King Kong. Luis Ortiz. And it wasn't even close. I mean, it was a good fight. It was a good fight. Don't get me wrong. It was a good fight. Um... Wilder proved again that he is beyond a shadow of a doubt the best puncher that we've seen in boxing in the past 20 years. I mean, the setup for that right hand was beautiful. But here's one thing I'm going to say. Tyson Fury... You better take this man a distance and you better box him and you better stay away from him. Because if he touches you again, I don't think you're getting up like you did last time, brother. I don't. And I don't think Tyson Fury wants to fight him again. I don't think he really does. Because this man has dynamite in his hands. And I don't care who wins the, the Joshua fight coming up Anthony Joshua versus the car mechanic <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call <laughs> the Anthony Ruiz Anthony Joshua fight I'm telling you man I don't care who wins that fight I really don't because I know this man Deontay Wilder is waiting and he's waiting out there and both of these guys I will see getting knocked out by him. I don't care who has all the belts. Ruiz may have be in possession of the belts. But everybody knows after this weekend, if you don't think Deontay Wilder is the number one heavyweight in the world, something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. For Straight Sports Talk Radio. That's it for the week 12 wrap-up. We'll go into week 13 preview on Thursday. I am your host, Zach Humphrey, signing off, signing out. This is your episode of the Armchair Quarterback. I'm out.